There is something infantile in the presumption that somebody else has a responsibility to give your life meaning and point. The truly adult view, by contrast, is that our life is as meaningful, as full and as wonderful as we choose to make it. That's a quote from Richard Dawkins, author of The God Delusion. Hello and welcome to Irrational Truth. My name's Adele and I'm your host for today. So in this short podcast, we're going to be exploring existentialism. So in recent times, you may have seen many references to existentialism, specifically from some of the more uh, familiar commentators such as Jordan Peterson, uh, who has really brought a number of deep philosophical issues, uh, psychological issues into the forefront, uh, I would say in the last five or six years. So I thought it would be good as an opening for this podcast series to look uh, in very, very short, brief periods at these little topics, which can sound extremely complicated, especially if you have never studied philosophy before. Uh, You've looked at other podcasts and they are incredibly uh, in-depth and uh, you feel you need to have taken uh, about three degrees before you can actually understand the podcast. And that's probably where some of this podcast um, has come from. Um, I have been listening to others and uh, feeling that some of them are a little bit too in-depth. So my intention with these podcasts is to keep it light and brief, to get the key points over on the topic, and then just have a little bit of a thought around the importance of that topic and why it's something that's coming up at the moment in uh, you know, modern uh, day talk. You can see these things on YouTube. There's lots of discussions coming up around these uh, in 2022 time of recording. Anyway, so let uh, me dive straight into the first top 10 things that um, I think we need to know about existentialism. And I'm just going to read uh, from a short blog post, which is on our website, uh, www.irrationaltruth.com. Uh, So you can always head over there and read this in your own time. So top 10 things. Existentialism is a philosophy investigating the human condition and with that exploring the problem of human existence. And it has an emphasis on the individual who starts in an apparently meaningless world and who seeks to create meaning in a world without inherent meaning. There are several 19th and 20th century philosophers which have led the way in this line of philosophical inquiry and are becoming increasingly quoted uh, in the last few years. Um, One or two that spring to mind uh, is Nietzsche uh, and Dostoevsky, uh, Heidegger and Sartre. Um, There's a Danish philosopher called Kierkegaard and he is regarded possibly as the father of existentialism and this uh, school of thought. Uh, And Nietzsche um, followed him with a large range of literature. Uh, And as I say, that's been widely quoted today. And really, between the two of them, uh, we attribute the basic foundations of the 19th century existentialism. And existentialism purports that humans have the free will to determine their own path in life. Um, They also believe that the existence in the individual to each human being uh, and they believe that we create our own identity 
to give meaning to our existence. Um, and it was also widely believed that if you failed to find the meaning and purpose in your life, that you would suffer extreme anxiety. Uh, and this was actually given the name existential crisis. And again, I find that at the moment that word or words are being used quite a lot, quoted quite a lot in a lot of political commentators um, of our time. And I think it's important that we understand the meaning of that. Um, some of the other key ideas in existentialism uh, are around authenticity, individuality, subjectivity, freedom and responsibility, uh, and really understanding uh, how you pursue the meaning of your life. And I think as someone who is approaching their late 40s, and who has gone through many different stages in life, um, finding that you can't just exist by getting up, going to work, getting a paycheck, coming home, and then repeating seven days a week and churning away um, on that same wheel. Uh, there has to be more, and whether that's um, having children, whether that's having a career path, whether that's having uh, hobbies, there has to be something that makes you want to get up every day and something that keeps you focused uh, and away from the abject reality uh, of our own mortality, um, because that's one thing we can't get away from. So in the meantime, we need to uh, make good with the time that we do have. A couple more points here. Authenticity, as one of the aspects of existentialism, um, is something that the European philosophers specifically were, were quite concerned with. Um, and it questions how we are fundamentally responsible for our own values, both individually and in relation to other people. So um, how we're interacting with other people, how we apply our own value system, um, also, where do we get that value system? That's another question, maybe for another podcast. But this level of understanding about one's own responsibility in the world and the ability to choose your own path at that time was a move away from the traditional religion uh, and the ideas around religion and the need to follow God's path. And that at the time, of course, was controversial. So when Nietzsche express that God is dead uh, and that has been quoted multiple times um, it was something uh, that was quite distressing to people and hence I believe that in some of the more modern day writings they um, apply the idea of existentialism uh, in a more depressive manner uh, and I don't believe that it has to be uh, the idea of existentialism and having some control over our own path uh, is not something to be depressed about. It's something that I feel uh, is a good thing. Um, so I have the ability to choose where I want to go today. Where would I like to go today? I can go to the shops. I can go to work. Um, I can go for a walk. I can stay in bed. Uh, just very simple examples of choices that I am free to make um, some choices we're not free to make. Some things are imposed upon us by uh, partners, family members, and also legislation. 
from the government. But as a whole, the majority of us can choose day-to-day activities and purposes of our own. Um, So what really is the relevance of existentialism today? Um, I'm going to read a quote to you from Rebecca Bamford. Um, She's actually published a paper called The Relevance of Existentialism in the Philosopher's Magazine. And again, the link to that is in the blog post on the website. So I'm going to quote her. And she says, considered as a form of active provocation, existential philosophy is a stimulus to our critical understanding of our own and society's values and to our consciousness of problems of injustice and specific forms of oppression, as well as to our social and physical situation in relation to these problems. Existential philosophy is not simply reactive because it is not simply a reflection on the past. It is also a stimulus to action in direct response to contemporary problems. And as such, it has an important capacity to shape the future. So that's a few notes from uh, the ideas around existentialism. So what does it really mean uh, in today's world? Um, Do we have the ability to choose every single path? I think possibly not. Like I mentioned, there are other external pressures that whilst technically we can choose, we sometimes feel we're not able to choose because external pressures are upon us to do certain things, whether that be from friends, family members, um, work and so on. Um, I think when I see a lot of these motivational blogs, motivational podcasts, Uh, And there's fantastic advice in there on how to keep yourself uh, motivated and so on. Uh, Sometimes it seems all too simple uh, to tell people, you just do this and you do this and you do this and you will have success in life. Because in reality, I think there's a combination of two things. There's how hard you try and there's opportunities And sometimes someone can try extremely hard to change their path, but opportunities don't come along at the right time. And also, not everything is available to every single person. So whilst we can have these big dreams about these huge plans that we would like to have, and people say, just create your path and choose your route to that final destination, we sometimes forget that a lot of these things are not available to people. Um, I would like to go and live in an extremely warm country and have beautiful weather and not have to worry about working. I'd like to have a steady flow of income and retire. It's not going to happen next month because I don't have the means, I don't have the ability. So I'm working towards certain things. I'm working towards a financial future. I have purpose. Um, I'm working within the blogs that I'm writing. Uh, I have work activities. Are they the work activities that I want to do? No. Uh, Are they things I have to do at the moment? Yes. So do I have the free will? Difficult one. I have the free will to stop doing those particular work activities, but then I wouldn't have an income stream. So I would then still have to go and do other work activities. And do I still want to do that? Probably not. But 
Unfortunately, societal pressures say that I have to find a source of income and I have to pay the bills. So therefore, uh, that is taken out of my hands. So that's an example for me of how the concept of existentialism uh, does fall down somewhat because we can't always do the things that we want to do or on those paths that we would choose if there were no external pressures. Um, finally, just to sort of summarise, uh, and again, these are all noted at the end of the blog post there. Um, we have a lot of authors uh, with a lot of writings on this subject, um, and they are mentioned at the bottom of the blog post. So um, crime and punishment, if you want uh, something uh, that is fictional, uh, the brothers uh, Karamazanov, um, Heidegger's Being and Time, uh, Nietzsche, I find is very hard going. Um, I know that we are all supposed to read these things and become enlightened, but I do feel that it's hard going. Um, so have a little look on the blog post. Um, what about your own thoughts? Do you really feel that you have uh, your own meaning and purpose in life nailed? You know, do you get up every morning and you say, I know why I'm here. I know what I'm doing today. Today is what I need to do to get to the next stage. I know what activities to do today. And there's a reason and there's a purpose for that. Or are you just churning around uh, because life has become that churn, um, especially possibly in the last couple of years uh, since the pandemic and other other things like that. We possibly are all doing things which we uh, maybe didn't plan on doing pre-pandemic. Um, I certainly had a very successful business, uh, which was crushed and is no longer because of the pandemic. So changing that route and being without income uh, makes a very different prospect in your life, uh, as many of you would probably be able to understand it's happened to you, whether you've lost a job, whether you've been made redundant, whether you've lost a business, whether you've never been able to get that job in the first place uh, without the funds to then secure a home and to secure your life uh, and pay those bills. That could give you that moment of existential crisis, um, you know, that absolute fear that life has no meaning and no purpose. Uh, and something as simple as losing your income or losing your job uh, could push you into that. So um, let's end on a slightly more positive note. What gives you meaning? What gives you purpose? Uh, I think we all need to think about that. It could be your partner. It could be a family member. It could be your children. Uh, it could be your pets. Uh, it could be your garden. It could be something wonderful. Um, it could be your church. Uh, it could be community. It could be hobbies, activities, but something that makes you get up and smile every day. Uh, and I think hold on to that thought. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, this is the first in a very small series of podcasts uh, on key points in political philosophy, human philosophy and psychology. And we will explore topics very, very briefly. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye-bye.